0: The ministry of Bishop Eddie Faven edifies, comforts and exhorts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs and wonders. Bishop Eddie Faven is a pastor with a united denominations originating from the Lighthouse group of churches and currently pastors that catch the anointing center in Oboise. His weekly Sunday services are Let us share a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you so much for tonight, for this short time we have in your presence. Father, we ask that your Holy Spirit will be with us and guide us into all truth. Open our eyes, enlighten our eyes of understanding that we may behold wondrous things out of your law. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. Amen. Beautiful. Now, tonight, um, I want to share with you, because I believe that everyone here is ministry-minded. Are you interested in ministry? Are you sure you are interested in ministry? Okay. All right. So, I want to believe that everybody here is ministry minded. And so this is an important message for you. Now, this one is from Bishop's book uh, on tithe and uh, chapter 21. I'm preaching on why tithing is the first step into ministry. Why tithing is the first step into ministry. Hallelujah. Well, um, I believe that of all the things that we do for God, fighting is a very, very important and special thing. Are you getting it? Uh, because one of the things about it is that it, it, it reveals and it brings out the, uh, what do you call it, the concept of first things first. Are you getting it? first things first. And so, um, you find that things that are done first are always given a certain importance. And so, when God sees you doing some of the things that must be done first, it's a sign to him that you, you see it as important. And also, uh, it makes God also place you at that place of importance. Because you have also shown value to the things that are valuable to God. Amen. Amen. So we are looking at it because I believe that there are many reasons why um, people uh, need to show themselves faithful in the area of tithing if they want to go into ministry. And in fact, a lot of people feel at this first point where you are paying your tithe. I mean, now that you are not pastors yet, we are, we are seeing whether you are going to do well when you become a pastor. Are you getting it? And God uses this to test you. Because like I keep saying, the thing that is fighting uh, for your attention uh, for God is not the devil, it's money. And you find that many of you came in late, many of you, so many things, and the bottom line is money. <laughs> you can look at it any way that you want, but you see that the bottom line is money. You see, so if you are able to pass the test of money, I'm telling you, you can pass a lot of tests. Can I have an amen? amen. So, the Bible says that, or I mean, it is believed that tithing is the first step into ministry. So, let me share with you a few reasons why tithing is the first step into ministry. Number one, tithing is your first step to ministry because it is the first step to the obedience of minor instructions that will prepare you for weightier matters of ministry. So, it is the obedience to minor instructions. Because when you are told, pay your tithe, it sounds like, oh, I mean, because some people feel that there are some things that are weightier. Weightier matters. Those are things that we should be interested in. But if even in the minor things, you are still faithful and you're obedient, then God is going to use you. Yeah. Yeah. Many people that are used is because they are found to be obedient in minor things. The minor things that you are called to do, you take them up and you do it with a certain zeal and strength. And it's a sign that you will do well when it comes to the weightier matters <laughs> matthew chapter 23 and verse 23 so jesus was talking about tithing and he was comparing it with weightier matters matthew 23 and verse 23 by the way those of you were watching football that's why you were not coming what is the score? Pardon, one-one. So who has won? Or do we play again? Uh, because of their way, eh, it will be in Nigeria so. What a shock. All right. It says that, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees and hypocrites, for you pay tithe of mint and anise and cumin and have omitted the weightier matters of the law, judgment, mercy, and faith. These ought ye to have done and not to leave the other undone. So, Jesus is saying that these people were paying tithe and they, they, they are taking payment of tithe to another level. I mean, mint and other things. Eh? All these things. What are they? What are these things? Spices. Jesse, you have a, what do you call it? Maggi cube. Then you are taking part of it. yeah. you are paying tithe on the maggi cube. <laughs> It's like people have become wild on certain things. And Jesus was saying that, yes, it's good to do these things. But don't also forget about the weightier matters of what? Faith, of law, of, uh, of judgment, of mercy, and all that. These are also important. But before we see you doing well with the weightier matters, we want to see you do well first with the minor matters. Yeah. Are you getting it? So if we can see that you can even pay tight, on maggie cube then this guy we can use him yeah the problem that jesus had with these people was that they were so focused on one area and they are forgotten about the other area but what we are saying is that a sign of you doing well in one means that you can do well in the other so do it amen so that is the first reason and um if you are able to do it then you are getting there Are you there? In Luke chapter 16, we see three things that you are expected to be faithful in. If you are faithful in those things, Luke 16 verse 10, okay, Jesus said, he that is faithful in that which is least is also faithful in much. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. I can be confident in choosing you to do something when I see that you are faithful in the little things that I give to you. And most times, as pastors, what we do is we we, we try you with little things to see whether you are faithful in it. Maybe we'll give you one person. Go and look for this person. And then you go. You go and look for the person. Or sometimes you don't go. It's like every day when we ask you, you have one reason or the other. Oh, because of this. Ah, the last time the light went off and the other day it rained and this and that you know it's a sign we will not waste too much time on you yeah maybe you may not understand why we are not choosing you for anything again but you have clearly shown that you are not faithful in least yeah and you find people there's lit that's I mean anything you give to them they will not be able to do it but there are some people you give to them they take it up And they do it. It's a clear sign that this person can also handle wittier matters. So Jesus said, number one, when you are faithful in least little things, you are going to qualify for ministry. Number two, verse 11, he said what? Verse 11, if therefore you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon. So the other one has to do with money. And the Bible calls it unrighteous mammon. When it comes to money, it is not something which is righteous. It said, if you have not been faithful with the unrighteous mammon, the money that is being given to you, you are not faithful in that one. Ha! It says that word. Who will commit to you to your trust? True riches. So number one, you must be faithful in little things. And I'm telling you, if you are going to do well in ministry, note of little things that you are told to do take them seriously that is what will open the door to bigger things for you God always will try you with little things it may look like your pastor is asking you to do this to do that but it's God trying you out yeah and you see everybody in the Bible even somebody like David he was put in the backside taking care of sheep but God was watching to see whether he would be faithful with the, the little So that one day he'll make him the king over Israel. Wow. And when he was told to go and uh, give food to his brothers on the battlefield. And when he got there, his brother asked him that, who have you left those few sheep with? (laughs) Can you look for that scripture? I think it's in 1 Samuel 17. Who have you left those few sheep? So it tells you that the sheep were not that many. But the guy was clever. He had left the sheep with somebody to take care of the sheep. So God saw that this guy, if I give him people to take care of, he would take good care of them. When he was sent by his father, he did not he did not say that listen, I'm going to attend to something on the battlefield that is more important than this sheep. And he just left them. Know. He called somebody and handed them over to the person. Are you getting it? So with whom? And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David and said, Why camest thou hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep? They knew that what he had was little. <laughs> he said, With whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thy heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. But they knew that what he had was a few sheep. But he had left the few sheep with somebody to take care of them. Wow. So God just liked him. And immediately God chose him. May God choose you also. Yeah. And then the third area, still in Luke 16, we looked at um, verse 10, verse 11. Now verse 12, it says what? So number one, be faithful in what? Least. And number two is what? Be faithful in what? Unrighteous mammon, which is money. Number three, it says that if you have not been faithful in which is another man's. So another way we can see that you can do well in ministry is when you are faithful in what is somebody else's own and not your own. Yeah. When you don't have the mind that this one doesn't belong to me, so I don't see why I should waste my time and take care of it, you qualify to be chosen. For ministry yeah can you be entrusted with what is somebody's own i'm asking you can you be trusted with what what it is not yours but somebody's own can you be entrusted with it yeah yeah because for many people it is only when the thing is yours that is when you give a certain strength to the thing but when it's not yours why should i waste my time it doesn't belong to me But rather, the Bible says when you do that, you will begin to have your own. May God give you your own. Oh, your amen is weak. I said, may God give you your own. Hallelujah. So, second reason why tithing is the first step into ministry is that paying your tithe is your first step towards understanding God's pattern for ministry. God's what? Pattern. For ministry. So God has a pattern for ministry. And we're going to see God's pattern. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. I want to read from verse 7. Look at God's pattern for ministry. It's right there. It says that. Who goeth a warfare anytime at his own charges? Who planted a vineyard and eateth not of the fruit thereof? And who feedeth the flock, and eaten not of the milk of the flock? So, he's asking you, let's stay with verse 7. He's asking you questions that anybody who goes to a wall, does he go at his own charge? No. And then he's asking again, that when you plant a vineyard, don't you eat of the vineyard? Yeah. And then he said, when you have a flock, don't you eat of the milk of the flock? Yeah. So, he's just laying a certain foundation. So, verse 8 says that. Look at it. Say I these things as a man, or say it not the law the same also. In other words, am I saying these things because I'm a man, but the law also says the same thing. Verse 9. He said, for it is written in the law of Moses, Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. Doth God take care of oxen? So, it says that when you have an ox that is treading the corn, you should not muzzle the mouth of the ox. Ah, the work that the ox is doing treading the corn, at least it should be eating some of the corn as it is treading the corn. It should be eating some of the corn as it is treading the corn. It should be eating some of the corn. <laughs> but you have muzzled the mouth of the thing. He said it should not eat. It should be doing... At the point, the ox will say, you know what? I am tired. Yeah, the ox will be there. It's tired. Small that the ox will eat. You have held the mouth. I'm talking about the mat- pattern of ministry. That is how ministry works. Verse 10, what does he say? He said, Or seeth he altogether for our sakes, for our sakes. No doubt this is written that. He that ploweth should plow in hope. The person who is plowing must do the thing with hope. Because if there's no hope in what you are doing, I tell you, you will not be happy with it. If I'm doing the ministry work with no hope, you will not be happy when I'm preaching. Because every time I preach, I'll be talking about how life is so difficult and I don't have this and I don't have that. But at least I have some hope that at the end of the month I will have some money I'll be paid some money so it gives me some hope to do the work yes otherwise nobody will come into ministry because there's nothing in the ministry and many times when we talk about the men of God this that should not do this should not do that small that the ox wants to eat as it's doing the work. You have held the mouth. Don't eat this. Don't have this. You shouldn't have this. You shouldn't have TV. You shouldn't have this. And certain places you see that they buy the things for the man of God. They come to your house. How many roll do you use in a week? And they will count. One, two, three. Use. Take three roll for the week. Why? Yeah. And it happens in places. They come. How many soap cakes of soap do you use in a month? Two. Okay, take two. One. Two. Even you, you will not be happy that they will be counting soap and toilet roll for you. So why do you want the man of God to have that? You cannot plough in hope. He said. He ploughed in hope, and that he, he that threshed in hope should be a partaker of his hope. I said he should be a partaker of his hope. Is what ministry is about. Yeah. Otherwise, nobody will do it. Nobody will give himself to it because Charlie, there's no hope in the thing. Eh? Verse 11. Are you here? Are you here? Are you here? If we are sown to you spiritual things, eh? if I'm sowing to you spiritual things, is it a great thing for you, for me to reap carnal kind of things? Oh, you're not answering. I said, Is it a great thing for me to reap carnal kind of things? You know carnal kind of things. What are kind of things? Television, money, food, fuel, blah blah blah. Every day I come and I sow spiritual things into you. Charlie, shouldn't I also enjoy some kind of things more? If I wear shoes, then you look at my shoe. Look at him. He's using the church money. Hey that is the pattern of ministry and anybody who wants to come into ministry begin to understand it that that's how it works and so you yourself know how to do it before you come yeah do you know how often i pay tight i give giving offerings before i am standing here preaching and that is why i can understand what it is all about and i can talk to you about it because i had that understanding that that is how the man of god is going to survive Verse 12, (laughs) if others be partakers of this power over you, and not we rather, some other people have this power over you. And some of you, the places you take your money to, we have no idea. Meanwhile, they don't contribute anything to your life. Oh yes, oh yes, they don't contribute anything to your life. (sighs) But as you come every day, we preach the word of God to you. Your life has been transformed. You have become a better person. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Should we not also enjoy? That's what is happening. He said, nevertheless, we have not used this power. We don't even use it over you, you know. It's true that there are some people, they use these things and they take money from people and all that. But when you come, do we tell you, listen, for every word I speak, give this. For this, do I do that to you? when you are going there, I call you, hey, you, today, you are buying fuel into my car. You too, tomorrow, you are buying. Yeah. And there are places some people do that because they, they believe in some of these things that the power is there to do it. He said, but we have not used that power. We don't use it over you. He said, lest we should hinder the gospel of Christ if we start going into that, which is what is happening. Some people are going into all these excesses. Hey, verse 13. Do you not know that they which minister about holy things, eh? Live of the things of the temple? That is how we live. How do you think we live? Pastor Bernard, people don't know how we live. They assume that we get something from, we have some business, something somewhere, and our goods are coming from China, and then we get some money. No. We live of the temple the things of the temple. Yeah. That's what we live. When you bring your coins, that's what we live by. Yeah. Are you there decided to go back home? You are very quiet. I don't know why. <laughs> and they which wait at the altar are partakers with the altar. Verse 14. He said what? Even so has the Lord ordained that they which preach the gospel should live of the gospel. Yeah. There's no other way. I don't have, I don't have a, a, a boat at, uh, or something that brings fish tuna or I have a whatever fishing, fishing vessel, the, the, the bacano. I'm getting, a, do you know bacano? Yeah, it's Cape Coast. I'm getting some fish or something from there. No, nothing. Neither do I have a, a, a a container with uh, whatever all the goods provisions and things i don't sell any of these things yeah so i just live off the gospel what i'm doing that's how i live so when you begin to pay tithe you are beginning to understand the patterns of the ministry yeah 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 because you can look and see that bishop fabian hmm, how is he going to survive if I don't pay my tithe, yeah, you are understanding the pattern. And even when you also become a minister, you will humble yourself. Bishop Dag always says that when he, he said that he was going to become a pastor, his father asked him, ah, why should my son be living off collection? Because <laughs> those days, they used to say collection. Offering is called collection. I said, still, they still do that because we are collecting. We are collecting money, collecting. He said, how, how should my son be living off collection? So if people don't give collection, my son will not eat. Yeah. But that is also the way God has done it, so that we can humble ourselves and allow God to bless us. Wow. 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 Are you there? Yeah. That is the best thing you can ever give yourself to. You know, one day, the Lord gave me a revelation. Uh, The Bible says that I think hebrews 2 6 and 7 it says what is man that you are so mindful of him then he said you have you have crowned him of your hands and i realized that when you are placed over the works of god it's a sign that god has honored you god has glorified you yeah 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 do you know why? Because when God created Adam, he gave him work to do in the garden. Yeah. So he was about the Lord's work. till the devil came and caused them to fall. And then he, Bible says that the uh, man fell and, and became short of the glory of God. So the only thing that will bring you back to the glory of God is when you take up the work of God. And then glory of God comes upon you. Yeah. Yeah. So when I learned that, I said, ah, this is the best thing to give yourself to. And nothing else. But people don't respect it. People don't respect it. Even sometimes when you go to the Bible school, we have a Bible school. When people are bringing their children to the Bible school, they look among their children. <laughs> you, you don't know. Some are mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not correct in their mind though. In the house, the person doesn't understand anything, is mad. When I say mad, when he say Go here, then you turn this way. He said, Ah, you ever went to Bible school? No. Oh, it's like God, dear. He should have some whatever, leftovers, refraps, God, take this one. But the proper ones, we are sending them to uh, uh, Harvard, to the medical school, and they but they. Uh, so, why will we not have people who are also doing the ministry with a certain type of mind? Yeah. God also deserves the best. God deserves intelligent people. People who had first class in school. God wants you. It is not AGA and uh, MTN alone who needs you. God also needs you. Oh, you don't like my message I'm preaching, you see. Yeah. It's that like some of us we are too intelligent for God. God, power, hey. Will he get me in po? It's like the way I am. No, no, no. I cannot use my brains for working for God. Eh? So that's it. People don't respect ministry. We don't see Ministry has anything important. So that is why you find sad people. They fight the payment of tithe. Oh yeah. You see them. They have all sorts of arguments. Why tithe? This, that, that. Hey! Listen. You, you, You cannot change my mind. I have seen that the thing, it is true. It works. And if there's nothing at all to see that God always demands a portion, a tithe, even in the Garden of Eden, when he told them don't touch this tree don't touch this tree that's the type for god he said you can have everything in the garden but not this one in the same way everything you have he said you can have all this but not this one not this one not this one not this one <clears throat> isn't it amazing that the very one they say you can't have it it is that one or that we want? And when you look at the thing too, when you take that money, it won't do anything to you, but you will take it. Tight, you know? Yeah. When they say, don't have sex before you marry. Ah, that one is what we want. We want to have it. We want to have it. Ah, Why do you say we cannot have sex before we marry? We want it. Ah. (laughs) You don't like the message I'm preaching? So, when you find somebody paying tight, is a sign of respect for the things of God. This person respects God. Yeah. If you find anybody who doesn't pay. I'm telling you, and the sisters, I keep telling you, if you have a brother who doesn't pay tight, he comes to tell you, I love you. You are so sweet. You are the ancient of days. When I look at you, my eyes begin to spark. Listen. <laughs> oh, boy. That brother, he doesn't respect God one bit he has no fear for God uh, they want me to close hmm? I either decided to go back home Deuteronomy 14 22 to 23 I read it already so I won't read it again number four paying your tithe is your first step towards understanding the inner workings of the ministry so one talks about understanding the patterns of the ministry And now this one talks about the inner workings. So what are the inner workings? Inner workings, you can ask Sister Maggie there. There are a lot of things we do. You have no idea. They are called the inner workings. Yeah. We pay for this. We pay for that. We pay for electricity. We pay for this. We pay for water. We connect a borehole. We do this. We do that. Today they have brought me uh, 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 something. So after church, you have to see me for it. They said we have to pay ground, something. So many things. We, these are inner workings. Yeah. So many things that we are trying to do. Try to get communion. Try to let things work. This is working. Sometimes the electricity, it goes off. The power, people don't have any idea the things we have we fought before you come and sit in the church. <laughs> inner workings. And aside that, people that must be paid. This, that that sometimes security this this so many things yeah by the way we need somebody who would like to work for the church as a vicar Do you know where vicar is it's a vicar so if you don't understand you see me after church but if you know somebody who would like to work as a vicar you can bring the person yeah good pay good pay all right that's not what we are talking about <laughs> but you see all these things are the inner workings of the church things that are going on. Yeah. Sometimes we are organizing a convention. You have to do this, you have to do that. So many things like the convention which is coming up. Yeah. So it is not as easy as that. So when you understand the inner workings, you will see that it is necessary that I pay my tithe. Yeah, can you imagine you don't pay your tithe? This person doesn't pay his tithe. This person doesn't pay. This one doesn't pay. This one doesn't pay. What is going to happen? The whole church is going to crash. One day you come and say, we owe we owe so much we have closed the church down do you want to see that vanessa yeah so your tight must come so when somebody is standing somewhere and talking 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 he doesn't understand the inner workings and that's why you should not listen to those rubbish yeah it is better to hear your dog barking than to listen to those people because they don't even know people become so whatever about things they don't even understand and they give themselves to it. Just to fight it, fighting this man of God. Fight. Why? <laughs> ah, all right. I don't know why the church is very quiet, but I, w- I will preach anyway. Number five: paying your tithe is your first step towards a real what contribution to ministry. Yeah. Joseph, your real contribution to ministry, your first step to contributing to the ministry is your tithe. If you don't pay tithe, you have not contributed to ministry in any way. There are other ways you contribute to ministry. By the things you do in the church, you help, all that, Wind souls, you contribute to the ministry. But the first step that we see that you are actually contributing is your tithe. So just when you can be singing, the Lord, the God, did day, mighty God. You sing all that, and every day you are singing, changing your voice, singing in a very silky voice, and very nice voice, but if you are not paying your tithe, you are having contributed your first contribution to the ministry. Are you getting it? Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think you are still called... <laughs> Are you sure you are really called for ministry? Oh, I'm asking. Are you sure you're really called for ministry? Uh, because if you are quiet, then it tells me that all of you don't pay tithe. You don't understand why you should pay tithe. Oh you pay, yeah. So you should understand. Yeah, we are called. We are called. That's a Robert. Are they called? Yeah. Numbers 13, verse 10 to 12. It said. And I perceived that the portions of the Levites had not been given them. Mm. For the Levites and the singers that did the work were fled, everyone to his field. Just January, sorry, no. so you come, then the pastors have run away. Because there's no money. They were not giving their portion. Mm. Are you there? Are you there? it said then contended i with the rulers and said why is the house of god forsaken and i gathered them together and i set them in their place then brought all judah the tithe of the corn and the new wine and the oil unto the treasure why the man of god became wow he said ah all the pastors have run away because the people will not bring in their tithe eh he didn't put the scripture there for us, or oh, he didn't hear the scripture. Nehemiah, Nehemiah chapter thirteen, verse ten to twelve. Yeah, he said, "Why is the house of God forsaken?" And other things you have given your time and your money to it, but you are forsaking the house of God. Verse eleven. Put it there. Verse eleven. He said, "I contended with them. I contended with them. I contended with them." This is the man of God contending. May I also contend with you when you don't pay your tithe? When I call you to my office and say, My brother, come here, why don't you pay your tithe? Eh? Why are you forsaking the house of God? You have given your tithe, your money to other things. The tithe, you have given it to your Kelewele that you are buying, and you have given it to your beloved. Well, you don't know that. I I know that you give it to your beloved. You buy ice cream and other things for your beloved. So you have forsaken the house of God. He said, and I gathered them together and I set them in their place. I said, <laughs> I set them in their place. And after he did that, what happened in verse 12? The Bible said, then they all, all Judah brought the tithe. Why? We, should we fight with you before you bring the tithe? <laughs> because verse 10, the Bible says that all the pastors have run away everybody have left them. some are drinking and i'm saying some are selling in the market some are frying uh, yam some are roasting uh, plantain the pastor you see the pastor what the magician <laughs> what do you know yes yes hot one uh, the roasted plantain what do they call it <laughs> they have a name for it no 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 roasted plantain, uh, uh, yam roasted yam Ah, but he has some name, be. Plantain is coffee broke man. they you see the pastor standing. Coffee broke man. Wow. Oh. Will, will the people be happy to see me standing at the kungkajan who Who? Hot y, Hot one. So. The with Kobe, not Kobi Dantjean. <laughs> hey, we have to close. We have to close. Yeah, Yeah. Number six, is there seven points? Paying your tithe is your first step towards appreciating the work of a priest. Yeah. Oh? Don't you see? When you give your tithe, you, 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 it's your first step. You appreciate the work of the priest in different ways. Sometimes you bring me more to drink. Have you brought me more to drink before? No, you see, so I'm speaking prophetically to you. <laughs> you haven't brought me more to drink. Rather, I buy more for you to drink. It is not correct. It is not correct. <laughs> Something is wrong. I invite you for a, a, a night of serenades, and then you are chewing the kebab, chewing the kebab. It is not correct. I give you granular and sobolo, and you are drinking, you are chewing. Hey! Today's Christians. Yeah. Maybe that's why it's taking some blessing from your life. No, 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 no. When you go to the Nigerian churches, you'll be there, no Pastor. Pastor, Pastor. They don't know why we say Pastor, because Pastor is food. So they don't they say, Pastor, Pastor, where's your khaki? Is that take khaki? And you take your khaki. They will bring a car khaki back to you. By the time you arrive home, the things that are in the boot. Man. So they know how to appreciate the pastors. But what I'm saying is that your first step to appreciating your pastor is your tithe that you give. Yeah, you can clap if you want to clap. <laughs> yeah. So, you may be doing all other things, but if you don't give your tithe, truly you don't appreciate the pastor. You don't. Oh, but I brought you a shoe. You don't. And some people use some of these things here, the fat pastor name <laughs> so. So that he will not remember the tithe. tell me the shoe, bro. But a tithe is a tithe. It belongs to God. You have to bring that one. And sometimes people know that if they take the tithe, it will be heavier. If they, they can only take small of that amount to buy a shoe. So yeah. so you too, when you see the shoe, very powerful shoe. But I don't know that the tithe is about ten, 10 times more expensive than that. What a shock. Oh, are you there? So Deuteronomy 18, verse 3 to 5 says that, And this shall be the priest's due from the people. The priest has his due from the people. What is that? From them that offer a sacrifice, whether it be on a sheep. And they shall give unto the priest the shoulder, (laughs) and the two cheeks, and the maw the first fruit also of thy corn and of thy wine and of thy oil and the first of the fleas of thy sheep shall thou give him for the lord thy god has chosen him out of all thy tribes to stand to minister in the name of the lord him and his sons forever god has chosen him to stand there so appreciate him give him his due what is that your first fruits yeah you see, when you begin to understand these things and you start doing them, that's when God will choose you to also become a minister. But when you are not doing them, you will not be chosen. You will not be chosen. You will not be chosen. Yeah. I believe. I believe. Finally, paying your tithe is the first step towards a covenant. What did I say? First step towards what? A covenant. You know, and, and, and God, God works with covenants. God understands covenants. Yeah. And your first step, many people don't make covenants. Many people don't even understand what covenants are all about. But God understands it that when you do this, me too, I will do this. Yeah, God understands that thing. So, in Genesis 28, from verse 20, when Jacob, Bible says, and Jacob vowed a vow. He entered into a covenant with the lord yeah he told the lord he said if you will keep me you will be with me and you will keep me in this way that i go and you will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on verse 21 so that i come again to my father's house in peace then the lord shall be my god Ha! Ah, god understands that one he said i like this calculation verse 22 he said and this stone which i'll set for a pillar shall be god's house And of all that you shall give me, I'll give you a tenth. God said, I like this one. I like this one. So I'll be with you. I'll take care of you. I'll give you food to eat. I'll give you clothes to wear. I'll make sure that you are kept in peace. Yeah. If you will do this part. Yeah. So, tithing is like the first step to making covenants with God. When you start it, you can make other covenants. I remember, I went to work at the company. They were selling cars. Hey, I'm telling you, the cars, it's not easy to sell. BMW. BMW. You know BMW? Be my wife, BMW. And it's not easy to sell that car. I'm telling you. One car can build a house. Yeah. If you buy a 7 Series, 7 Series will be about 75,000 euros. You know 7 Series? It's a car. (laughs) They have 3 Series now. They have 1 Series. Three series, five series, yeah. Three series, you get it about 25,000 euros. Hmm? How much is 25,000 euros? It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And then five series, you get it about 55,000. The seven series, about 75,000. Sometimes with all the this, it can be about 100,000 euros. A cow. Yeah. It was not easy to sell those cars. One day I went to see a man to buy one. He asked me, Do I know? Do I think he doesn't know what to do with his money? That's the answer the man gave to me. <laughs> I remember one day when the showroom we were trying to sell our cars. Then, one of my friends, he called his friend who has a provision shop. And he, he said, Charlie, this month nobody has bought a cow. Then the guy said, ah, me, I'm selling toilet roll that people use every day. They are not buying the toilet roll. Your car that they are going to buy. <laughs> That was the thing. But you know what? Well, when I got to the place, they said, Here, it is not an easy thing. No, I told the Lord, I'm going to go into a covenant with you. Every car you sell, they give you a bonus. So I told the Lord, every car I sell, instead of the, the tithe, I will give a twice. Which is instead of 10%, I will give 20%. <laughs> That's what I said to the Lord. I said, Instead of 10%, I'll give you 20%. Any car you help me to sell. The Lord said, I like this covenant. It's a very powerful covenant. I'm going to do it. I love it. And come and see. The cars were just flowing. flowing. Sometimes I'll be in, my, in, my, in the table. I'll say that there. there's a lady, she's supposed to receive every call that comes through. And she, to that, how she should sell her cars. She's there, just there to receive the calls. But somehow, the calls pass her place. <laughs> and they come to my, my table. Then when I pick it, somebody said, yeah, yeah, I want to buy a car. I said, I'm coming. I say, I'm coming, I'll see people. Then I go. the, the lady sitting there, the call just passes by her. She's, I don't know how the thing happens. The call is supposed to go to her place first. So when you say, Oh, I want to speak to this person, then she would direct the call. Or if you say, I want to buy a car, then she would say, Oh, then I'm the one you should talk to. But if you say I want to see this person, but the calls just pass by her, the ones that should go to her and ask her that can I buy a car? It comes to my table, then I'll pick it up uh, I say, "Where are you?" So I'm coming. Then I put it in, then I get up and go. I tell you, I tell you, it was just happening like that. Oh yeah. One day, a very powerful company—I don't want to mention if I mention—you will know the company. I was just there that day. Every time I mean, when we close five o'clock, I'm going. I'm going to church or something. But that day, I felt the Holy Ghost say, "Today, stay around small." I said, "Okay, I'll just stay around." I didn't know what i was doing but i was just there in the office sitting there then a representative from that company came and they said they want to buy three cars at a go they said that's right that's right the covenant is working may you also enter into a covenant with the lord as you pay your tithe. some of you you haven't understood your covenant even people go into covenant when you understand how covenants work when you go to the first lab a lot of people make covenant with souls They tell the Lord, I will bring a covenant to bring ten souls to service every Sunday. And based on that covenant, God is blessing them. Yeah. Because you have understood what a covenant is. So the tithing is the first step to understanding covenants. When you start tithing, you will see that. Because tithing is a covenant with the Lord. Once you do this, he will do this. Once you do this, he will do this. If you understand that, you will begin to go into different covenants with the Lord. Like Hannah went into a covenant with the Lord. He said, if you give me a child, I'll give the child to you. God said, I like that one. Immediately, God gave her a child. That was it. And eventually, she had even more children. Because sometimes, when you are giving a thing away, you think that you are losing it. But what you don't know is that God is going to even give you more for that one that you gave away. Wow. May the Lord help you to pay your tithe. Jesus name hey stand to your feet and let's go home put your hands together for Jesus hallelujah how many are gonna go into paying your tithe as a first step into ministry lift up your hand and begin to talk to God right now ask God to help you to be able to pay your tithe ask God pray for the grace pray for the grace to understand the inner workings of the ministry To understand the things that need to be done in the house of God. In the name of Jesus. Pray that God will help you to give yourself to these things. In Jesus' name. Understanding that when you are faithful in little, God will use you. God will give you much. Pray in the name of Jesus for these deeper understanding. In the name of Jesus. That you are understanding the patterns of ministry. In the name of Jesus. That you are understanding the first step into covenant with God. In Jesus' name. Lord, help your children, help your children, help your children in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We give you all the glory in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. And somebody shouted, amen. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. We believe you have been exhorted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call what's WhatsApp, 233 591 524 522. That's 233 591 524 522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run with a prophetic word.